He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. It's 5 o'clock. This is John Katsimatidis, the number one show at 5 o'clock. And uh, this is a TriCast. We're broadcasting out of WABC Studios, 770 on your dial. And we're also on AM 970, The Answer, and WLIR. And uh, we have a great show for you today. Great. And we have two common sense Democrats in the, in the studio. We have Judge Richard Weinberg, Governor Pat, David Patterson, and they outnumber the common sense Republicans. You only got one. One. We have uh, Ed Cox, 10 years, the GOP. Uh, Here I am. <laughs> GOP chairman. And. You were the first in-law of the President Nixon. And I'm surrounded by two Democrats here. They got you surrounded. <laughs> but we're and friends. We, but we're friends. We, we have right. Lydia Serrani, my sidekick on my right, keeps kicking me. And uh, how are you, Lydia, today? I'm doing well, sir. We have an incredible show. Uh, NYPD Chief of Detectives James Essig will be talking to us about that crazy murder in Queens. They caught the guy they believe stabbed that woman almost 60 times to death and then shoved her in a suitcase. We'll also be speaking to Charlie Gasparino. He's going to be talking about CNN Plus, Elon Musk, Joe Jackalone, and um, he's also with uh, John Jay School of Justice. So a lot talking about crime, of course. Meryl Tisch, she is the former chancellor of the New York State Board of Regents. And then now we got John Solomon, right, John? We're going to go to John, John Solomon. Solomon. One smart guy has some breaking news. I mean, where is that breaking news signal? Breaking news, WABC. And on the line with us right now is our favorite intrepid investigative reporter of JustTheNews.com, John Solomon. What's the latest, hottest breaking news? Because if anybody's got it, you do. Oh, there's a lot of breaking news today. I think a big one, uh, a big giant earthquake in Florida today. The Florida legislature withdrew the special tax and governance status that Walt Disney World enjoys in Florida. This has been around since the days of Walt Disney himself. Uh, a real counterattack against the woke culture that has gone there. Meanwhile, lots of other woke companies are getting similar wake-ups. A group of black ministers has taken on several companies in a row. And the former CEO of uh, McDonald's is out there saying he's going to lead a boardroom revolt against wokeism in companies. So that's a big story nationwide. Wow. But I think the big one is Disney. Um, that is breaking today. news. That so, is real breaking news. So what does that mean for Disney? Does that mean well, that the, the stock went from 190 down to 126? Wow. Yes. And then but what does that yeah. mean for the customer? Well, uh, things could get more expensive because there's going to be property taxes now that they're going to be responsible for. So uh, expect your tickets to Walt Disney World to go up, I guess, is one of the things you're going to hear here. Uh, I think you're going to see a deal. I think Walt Disney's going to come back and say, all right, we got the message. I, I think there'll be some negotiation. But right now, well, I uh, think uh, what we talked about last week, John is yes. that woman that was supposedly in charge of diversity trying to convert her five-year-olds to, yes. uh, to a woke culture, to, to, to transgenders. Right. A five-year-old, mm-hmm. she should go to jail. That's mm. insane. Just insane. Most people see it for what it is, insanity. So, and and what did you say about insanity, the McDonald's CEO, CEO? What did you say about the McDonald's CEO? The former CEO okay. oh, of board. McDonald's is joining uh, the Job Creators Network, which is one of the largest small business groups in America. And they're going to start a boardroom initiative, use the, the same tactics 
that the Wall Street movement of 2010 that liberals created, remember that big Wall Street movement back in 2010? They're going to use the same tactics, go into the boardrooms, go to investors, and try to rein in the woke policies of these companies and, and tell these investors and their boards, focus on your core products, not politics. So that uh, that's a heavy hitter when you start getting in that level of a, of a talent. Wow. Well, that is, that is breaking news that finally there are some corporate executives that say enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And how do we usually say it? We're not going to take it anymore. It's hurt. It's yeah. hurt. When you go woke, you go broke. You go broke. That's exactly right. That's exactly the lesson today in Florida. They're exactly right. Uh, and I got one other fun one for you because the Biden administration keeps telling the courts, keeps telling the American public, we are enforcing the remain in Mexico policy. We are doing it. But I hear from the Border Patrol, they're not. And so we went and got the numbers. And so here's the numbers. We'll do a little math quickly. I think it'll uh, put the lie to the Biden administration's claim. There were 221,000 illegal aliens who crossed into the country that were encountered by the Border Patrol last month. That's one of the largest numbers in the history of the country. Only 199 of them got put into the Remain in Mexico program. That is less than one-tenth of 1%. They are not complying at all. They're not complying at all, which means they're thumbing their nose at three federal courts, the District Court, the Appeals Court, and the United States Supreme Court, all of which told the Biden administration you must keep enforcing the law. 199 out of 221,000. That's a number we got exclusively on Just the News this morning. When the President of the United States does not listen to the Supreme Court. What does that mean? We, we could be, as uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton said on my show last night, we could be looking at a constitutional crisis, because here's what's going to happen. Right now, it's just a, a temporary uh, ruling. The Supreme Court next Tuesday is going to hear the case. This is a Supreme Court that's already once before affirmed the legality of Remain in Mexico. If they rule again that this is legal and the Biden administration runs out of uh, excuses and legal plays, they're either going to have to comply with the Supreme Court or create a constitutional crisis and say, we're not going to follow the court of the land. And then these states are going to be able to go and try to hold the president of the United States in contempt of court. That would be the next step in the process. It's incredible. I, I, I just can't believe we're at this point in time. It'll go down in history that we have a president that is not only allowing an invasion, he's complicit in it. And, and to yeah. me... I mean, it starts to almost uh, go to the T word. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't want to use the T word against our own president. I know. Yeah. I know. Because what what explanation could there be for? Because this is not sustainable. This is tens of thousands of dollars oh, no. per person, or millions of dollars for a lifetime. This is not sustainable. We can't we and can't handle this. We have our own problems here in America. If you thought March was bad, the April numbers are trending way beyond that. And once Title, 20, Title 42 is lifted in May, you could see a half million illegal aliens a month crossing. We have no capability to handle that. We will have complete and total chaos at the border, which means our enemies, terrorists, bad actors, cartels will all uh, be in charge of the border, not our men and women who have the power to do so. That, that's the tragedy that we're staring at within the next few weeks. What else? Uh, we got a couple minutes left. What else do you have that uh, it will interest the American people? And you always interest the American people. Oh, well, thank you. So there's, you know, there's some interesting stuff going on in the states. I'm, I'm always fascinated. The you know, states are the laboratories for great policy ideas. There is um, in the state Senate in South Carolina today, they passed a new election bill that goes right where Americans say they want it. Voter ID, 
uh, for absentee and have an audit after the election to just make sure everything is copacetic. Widespread support for that. Very few states are doing that. South Carolina is on the cusp of doing that today. I think that's going to be a story that people are going to pay a lot of attention to over the next couple of days. And then uh, on the Biden front, uh, you can tell that the Hunter Biden scandal is now sinking in to the American consciousness. A new poll is out. Two-thirds of voters for the first time believe that Joe Biden is compromised by his ties to China. They don't believe he makes decisions in the national interest. He's doing it because of personal interest on China. That is a real credibility problem for any president if they can't be trusted in the relationship that's probably most strategic to our country's future. Uh, that poll is uh, getting a lot of uh, attention today all around this uh, this country. And Good. his approval rating, what, 30, 33%? Yeah, and here's one that's it's even a- more scary. 26% for Hispanics. That's the lowest any Democratic president has ever seen. Uh, and today, I think they just alienated Hispanics again because they went and outreached and did a meeting with the communist regime in Cuba, something that the president said he wouldn't do. Uh, a lot of the Cuban and larger Latino community in America very upset by that approach today by the president. You know, John, you say it all the time. America's under attack. It certainly is. Our school system's under attack. Our legal system's under attack. Our traditional values, everything that... Our borders are under attack. They're trying to kill our kids with fentanyl and from, from the other side of the border. And the president of the United States is not stopping it. Yeah, you're exactly right. Exactly right. T- we are approaching that T-word, John Solomon. I want to thank you for speaking out for America and speaking out for all Americans and... Uh, that's what we all have to do. And it's not easy yeah. to do, John Solomon, and you have the courage to always speak the truth. And uh, thank you so much for all that you yeah, do. I'm, You're a great I'm American. I'm lucky to be able to have your amazing bullhorn. You have such a great network, and uh, it's uh, one of my favorite. My whole family gets to listen to me when I'm on WABC, so I'm so excited. <laughs> thank you. We'll catch up with you again real soon. John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 